What should you do if you have Michael Thomas on your fantasy team? Or is this the time to be trading for Michael Thomas? And let's talk about the running backs on the waiver wire. This is Fantasy Football Today in 5. Welcome, everybody. And what's going on? Today is September 16th. It is a Wednesday morning. Adam Azer and Jamie Eisenberg here on FFT in 5, a podcast that gets you caught up fast on the fantasy news and advice you need to know. Follow and stream us on Spotify. All right, Jamie, let's talk about Michael Thomas first. Reportedly going to miss several weeks. That's according to Tom Pelissero. He's got the high ankle sprain. Uh, what's his trade value? Where would you rank him, rank him among wide receivers going forward? Oh, by low, by low. Hello, hello. I mean, if you can get him <laughs> cheap, that's the way to do it. You know, he's not going to be out for the season. You know what his upside is. You know what he means to this team. You know what his target's going to be. He had a miserable week one against a good Tampa Bay secondary that doesn't get the credit it deserves. Um, so if you can get him cheap, absolutely try. Well, give and me so, like, so. where would you rank him rest of season among wide receivers? So let's oh, he'd talk probably about be that. in the 20s rest of season, but you know that's really? uh, a sliding scale that's going to eventually move up. You know, so he's in the 20s now. Uh, as we get to next week, it's in the 15s <laughs> in teen in the 15s around 15. <laughs> um, and then as we get closer to when the return is, then he gets closer to 10. You know, so every week that he's closer to return, he gets closer and closer to the spot that he is when he's 100 percent healthy. The concern you have is and we saw it last year with Saquon Barkley. You know, he had that high ankle sprain. Try to come back too soon because he's a tough guy. Thomas is a tough guy. He's going to try and get out there for his team. So you hope that there's no like long-term lingering effects. But if I can trade for him cheap, I'm going to absolutely try and do so. So if you could turn a running back that had a decent game, a wide receiver that had a decent game, and you don't need that particular player, then that's the move you try and make. How about Robert Woods? I would rather have Robert Woods right now. Okay. How about DK Metcalf? I would trade DK Metcalf because of the matchups he has upcoming. Le'Veon Bell's on IR, so he's going to miss at least three weeks. Philip Lindsay not looking good to play in week two. And a lot of fantasy managers run their waivers on Wednesday instead of Tuesday night. So let's just kind of refresh what we talked about all day Tuesday. Let's look at Benny Snell and and uh, Malcolm Brown and Naeem Hines and Joshua Kelly and everyone else. And what do you think about the running backs now? Who are the ones that have risen to the top? Benny Snell and Naeem Hines are the top two, you know, and you could say Hines is better than Snell. If you, you're concerned that James Conner is going to play, I get that. Hines is locked into his role. He's on pace for 128 receptions, <laughs> which would shatter running back catches, and it would be impossible to do. Uh, but 70 catches, you heard me say that time and time again this offseason. That was before Marlon Mack got hurt, and uh, after eight catches in week one, he's on his way to a great receiving season. So uh, I could certainly see the case to take Hines over Conner, but I do think if Conner – excuse me, uh, over Snell. If Snell is the lead running back for the Steelers for any extended stretch, even one week, he can win you that week because you saw it against the Broncos, how much they'll use him, what typically the top running back is for the Steelers. The concern would be is that he's not going to catch the ball, but in a matchup against the Broncos, Broncos traveling across the country on a short week, I think Snell would be awesome if James Conner's out. Give me one buy low candidate after week one. Besides Michael Thomas, I'll say DJ Moore. Uh, you know, the targets were distributed evenly between Moore, Robbie Anderson, and Curtis Samuel, and Moore had a bad, you know, didn't come down with a touchdown, uh, got a um, unsportsmanlike conduct penalty. Uh, he's going to be fine. You know, they were talking him up as the alpha of this receiving core, and I know Robbie Anderson's stat line looks good. He had a 75-yard 75 touch, touchdown basically on a broken play. You take that out, and he finishes, I think, with 40 yards receiving. So not that you like to do that. That's an Azure stat, but um, you know, I, I still think you look at it that DJ Moore's numbers will go up, and I would like to have him on my fantasy team. And one sell high candidate after week one. Chris Carson. Um, the fact that Carlos Hyde had more carries than him is a little troubling after what Pete Carroll said about riding the hot hand 
and he's not going to do that in the passing game. So I'm not giving Chris Carson away, but I would look to sell Chris Carson if you can. For Michael Thomas? I would love to do that if I don't have to play Michael Thomas, absolutely. Okay. All right, that's going to do it for this edition of Fantasy Football Today in 5. I want to thank you all for listening. If you want more, listen to our full-length podcast, Fantasy Football Today. You can find that, follow us, and stream us on Spotify. And if you enjoyed this episode of Fantasy Football Today in 5, please leave us a five-star review. We'd really appreciate it. We'll be back tomorrow morning. Talk to you then. Bye.